You are tuned in to the Way of Healing podcast, where we inspire humans to connect more deeply to their experience of life. My name is OJ. My name is Casey. We are connecting with practitioners to talk about the potential of the innate healing powers within. Welcome back to the Way of Healing. Hey, welcome back. Hey, hey episode 40 today. We made that it. That feels like a celebration of some sort. And yeah. uh, fittingly, we have a very exciting guest today, April Fender of Santa Monica Healing. We are here in her space in Santa Monica. We also are accompanied by her beautiful French bulldog, Skyla. You may or may not hear her in the background. She's delightful. April, welcome to The Way of Healing. Hey guys, thank you so much for having me and for joining me today. Yeah, we're excited to have you on. I was telling you earlier that, and anyone, anyone who's been following has been, has heard me talk about how we want a Reiki practitioner on that mostly focuses on reiki and of course you do a bunch of other things but reiki seems to be your main thing yeah yeah that's that's my primary focus and it's my my service path my passion so i live in that world i'm so ready for your questions today (laughs) yeah (laughs) master reiki practitioner it's beautiful there's so many applications for reiki Right. We were just talking about before the show that I'm doing it in a hospital setting. April has a beautiful setup here. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your studio? Yeah. I, so I, I have a home healing Zen Dan is what I call it. And there's a number of reasons why it's at home, but uh, mostly convenience. And, you know, it doesn't feel so sterile. It's just really comfy for people when they come in. I used to have some monster plants in there too, but then it st- started smelling really earthy. So mm. now, it's, it's a beautiful clean space with a little bit of plants and uh, there's also a crystal ship in there so I cannot wait to show you guys you haven't even really seen no I know we're newbies yet. We, we're Santa Monica healing virgins so, yeah. so we do have the Reiki table and I do practice Reiki in there all day and uh, when I'm not practicing Reiki I have quantum healing uh, appointments that I take and the crystal ship is a whole other story but um, it is related to this healing modality of energy transfer and energy healing. So um, anyway, so I I refer to myself as Reiki master and a quantum healer. Very cool. Crystal ship. Is that like the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria and the crystal ship? (laughs) It should have been. missed one? Yeah, it should have missed one. Quite possibly may have been. Thanks for bringing it back for us. We came in on that one. I know we did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) April, (laughs) I almost missed that. Thank you, sister. Tell us a little bit about your path to Reiki, if you would. Yeah, sure. I get that question a lot. Actually, people are like, well, how, who taught you, though? Because <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, there always has to be a start. Uh, so a dear close friend of mine, her mother practiced Reiki. And so she was like a family friend, but also a mother figure. And so it was really easy to learn. And I also have been playing around with, uh, wow, I had this this course in college that it was like a DIY herbalism. And this was back in Pennsylvania, back nice. in the woods. Oh, what's yeah, up? East, I'm Coast, East Coast, New Jersey. Oh my goodness. Hey. Okay. The, the, there is a bond Sister here, soldier. like back East Coast. <laughs> you so, wouldn't know, OJ. You have no idea what it's like to be from there. This is my home. <laughs> California born and raised. Well, actually, I've been out here for 17 years, so it's very much my home as go. well. Mm. It's almost, I've almost pretty much been here. I have to do Halfway. some math on that, yeah, so right. don't quote me <laughs> <laughs> you're almost more that's what happens when you um wow. transcend so your you age got reiki from the east coast yeah so uh, cool. my my this course that i was taking um she, this woman named Catherine. she was like an outdoor witch and she was amazing she was just a goddess and mm. she pretty much like ate dirt and sun do you know about those people no. she was a breatharian yeah yeah she was a breatharian <laughs> <laughs> Apparently I do. Yeah. I might have tried That's it what they once call or them. twice. Um and she, yeah, she um she knew all about her land and garden. She had an amazing garden and she grew her food, but she didn't really like eat the food. It was anyway, uh, opened some doors for me and she actually brought the shaman in and he did this what I referred to for years as an energy dump in my head. At the time, you know, this was 15, 17 years ago, so I didn't know but it was just him opening my crown chakra mm, <laughs> in nice. a way that I could access energy. So I was like, there was a great big energy dump in my head. I was telling my friend. <laughs> could be taken and, multiple ways. Yeah, and I felt like there was, I, it, I, I was exposed to 
you know, what energy could do and the energy is everything. And mm-hmm. so that was kind of my first exposure. And then, so I actually came out here, uh, for advertising <laughs> to the, to the West coast, best coast I'm and a marketing major as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so I feel like it did definitely contribute to, I mean, I, I guess I was sort of always outgoing, but then now that that gave me a platform to connect with people out here. Um, it was awesome. I actually worked, um, in the, um, uh, dating online dating space for a while. It was mm. over at match.com a long time ago. <laughs> I wanted everyone to be in love, but I sort of did my practice on the side because it wasn't really popularized. And also there wasn't a lot of places to practice or even that had Reiki groups that you could go to. So Interesting, I kind of right? had to start my own thing. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to make a practice and just go for it. So that was my entrepreneurial spirit speaking for me. My higher self actually knew like, oh, okay, well, if you, if you want to make a difference, you want to fulfill your largest mission, you really need to, to design it yourself from the ground up. So here we are. Very Sweet. cool. Yeah. So what lineage of Reiki are you from? And can you explain the different lineages? So there's a, a, bunch of different ones the primary ones if you were to go learn here it would be from usui reiki so mm-hmm. um is, is that the one that's practice the one that, that you're yes, certified that's the one that urban zen yeah. certifies in okay amazing so with the japanese lineage things tend to be really orthodox so the hand placement there's a like it's very specific and symbols. the way that you're channeling the way you're using symbols when you receive the symbols and there's tends to be a more specific order to things people can get a little crazy with their lineage like oh well i was i'm traced back to this master who traced back to this master who studied with dr macau and like this you know uh you can really <clears throat> get down the rabbit hole with that My personal practice is a fusion. So I practice Kundalini Reiki, which is, um, yeah, it's been really powerful and it, it harnesses the power of your awakened Kundalini. So you actually are giving a little something of yourself and not just purely channeling. Also, in order to preserve your energy, you are just the channel. So you Mm -hmm. have to keep yourself even more balanced when you're practicing with that. But it is actually, um, in my opinion, uh, I'm working with my heart space in a way that allows that to be the gate to receive my my energy that I'm channeling versus necessarily the crown space in Usui. But it's a fusion. So comes from a multiple, I guess, multiple stargates on your body, mm-hmm. multiple chakras. And there's a whole bunch of different lineage that you can get into. I mean, my course that I teach it will teach you both, but certify in Yusui because of the Kundalini awakening part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although, fun fact, some of my students that have been coming in this past year for training, and I would say all the light workers that are coming online for like 2000, end of 2018, around that area till now, have all been really awake. They have been, <laughs> they're coming in already doing all this work. Yeah, snap, we're snapping over here. And uh, it's, it's really. Time. Yeah, it's time. The great awakening is upon us. So it's like, what an exciting time. That's why I kind of, you know, jumped at the t- chance to talk about Reiki today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, finally, someone who's interested in Reiki. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, there's, I mean, there's so much out there. and I. But at the same time, I feel like Reiki is the most commonly recognized form of energy healing. Well, you know, it, it traces back this particular lineage used to be to like the 1800s, which is relatively like brand spanking mm-hmm. new compared to other healing modalities. However, uh, if you look at like Egyptian pyramid art, you know how they're all sort of going like this. I have right? my hands Palms up out. channeling. I mean, you can just go look up goddess Isis and any other gorgeous goddess in the Nile. And they're all holding their hands up because they're working with their magic. They're, prana magic so mm-hmm. they're channeling in my opinion i concur sister i think <laughs> it's all the ancient. same right chi yeah. chi is thousands of years old yeah chi reiki chi well we technically got this you know everything everybody's seeded from their star families here so we technically got this from the arcturians the arcturians mm-hmm. are the original healers that we I guarantee you have had lives on arcturus and um, continue to yeah, anybody who's practicing healing right now and we're all healers 
Uh, But the people that are practicing right now and really dedicating some time to that are for sure part of our star family from Arcturus. Yeah, very cool. I like it. (laughs) I know. I'm like, tell us more. (laughs) (laughs) There's plenty of star families uh, that are all about healing. So any... um, the ones closest to us, the Syrians and the Pleiadians. And uh, there's there's more, I would consider them less focused on healing and more advanced civilizations that are out there like Liren and Orion that are just as advanced and peaceful and they're living in 5D and above, but they have different kind of agendas versus the Pleiadians that are really here to help us right now Mm -hmm. in our time that we're waking up to right now. You'll see there's some books around my house. I'm like so kind of embarrassed, but there's, they're all about Mm -hmm. Pleiadian light channeling right now because I sort of been in a a portal hole this year, really getting into that. And, uh, I think there's a lot more people that are waking up to their star lineage. Yeah, yeah. The, you saw the telos, the protocol. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> you knew that's what I raised my eyes at. The protocols for the fifth dimensional yes. living. Oh, wait, I could do a, do a whole podcast. Just <laughs> I, you, yes, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm all into it. And part of this podcast, right, is waking people up. Mm-hmm. Not just exploring the modalities, but really opening up their, their minds and their spirits and their hearts up to the truth. Yeah, well, full disclosure, <laughs> we're coming online with that uh, for, for real this year, and we're going to be in several energetic portals that are coming up that are really specific to turning on the light switches for even more people. So you're going to start to notice, and for listeners, that your friends that used to think that energy healing was woo-woo and like real skeptics here, like one, the one with the, always the eyebrow up, mm-hmm. that was the sentence, uh, you know, you're going to see those people and they're going to be taking like the Reiki trainings this year because I've had some radical shifts of people that have, have, I didn't think I would see them back in my office. Like I've had people coming through my doors for years and some of them I'm like, oh wow, well, I love you so much and I'm sending you so much compassion. You're not quite there yet. This may not stick, you know, because you really want to have to accept your healing and believe in yourself and your own capability to heal. So some people I see them and then I, I, I see them maybe like, you know, uh, a year later, two years later, and they're just like, they're awake. They're taking Akashic record training classes and they're like, you know, doing all these different healing modalities. And Reiki, I I think is foundational. Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of people come into the practice wanting to, and they're already doing healing. Like they're already like, I have a lot of nurses come in from um, Western Mm -hmm. medicine, actually, Mm -hmm. that, you know, we were talking about UCLA program, amazing program earlier, but a lot of nurse practitioners that are wanting to provide healing on a deeper level for their patients and just like teachers and and yogis and just people who are you know people with parents parents want want to be able to help their children Mm -hmm. oh my gosh and the kids the kids are all rainbow children that are coming oh they're amazing i mean they're all like little activated star beings that are fully uh, online. They're all channeling naturally. Yeah. He has a three-year-old and a oh, six-year-old. So yeah. he's like swimming in it. Like I, I told, I've us. told this story on air before, but my six-year-old, I had injured my foot mm-hmm. and we had, uh, I had told her to do Reiki on my foot, right? So imagining energy coming from her heart into my foot, out of her hands into my foot. And the next day she got really sick. She like healed him, but yeah. was giving herself. She gave a yeah. lot. And so the next time something happened, I really had to like tell her like, okay, that's good. That's enough. So I have a little tip yes, for you. Please. I actually haven't done a lot of children attunement specific, but I accidentally, I should say, attune children like in the in utero all the time. Nice. I have sure, a lot prenatal of, clients. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. My wife got... Um, Attuned while she yeah. was pregnant with her second child. Was so. that your girl? No, it's the other one. Then you got to ask your other one to give you the Reiki. Oh. Well, Mar is, yeah. So or no. It, unless we attune your little girl, cause, and I'm happy to do so. Um, that I think, uh, okay, so the one thing, this is a hot tip. So mm. from your local Reiki teach is that the one thing I teach in my level one class, it's like the rule. It's the rule for the my rule. class. 
Okay, is you do not give away your personal energy when you are channeling and you know this very well. Okay, have you ever, you know, been in a relationship that really wiped you out for like three months, six months, two years? Just saying, not that that's me. (laughs) Okay, 10 years. 10 years, okay. 25 years. Yeah, so you, so, and and you know, even like um, having an interaction with a toxic, I would, you know, there's different levels of toxicity, but even like like subtle toxicity from your family, whoever that is, we have the most karma with our family. That's why I said that. And so, yeah, if we, if we have a toxic exchange, our cord is out with that. And so we're, we're having an energy siphon there. And when we're not channeling, when we're just giving the energy, Right. Just how we would in an argument, we give our energy Mm, to that or we give our energy in different ways around things that cause us tension that actually drains us very much. And so the adjustment would be for your daughter so that wouldn't happen to her again would be attuning her so her channels can open up so that she wouldn't be so taxing on her body, even if she was giving her personal energy, Mm -hmm. but then also telling her to think about setting the intention, which is it's interesting to tell a three-year-old, but maybe just, you know, say, okay, ask to channel mm-hmm. and just leave it like that. Yeah. Is that in your opinion, the, um, why people get attuned? Is it to, to clear up Oh, hundred percent. what we're receiving and channeling into the clients? Or well, yeah, the- because you can, you, you don't have to have an attunement to do Reiki, to practice Reiki. You can go practice Reiki. Mm. You will find yourself being very drained at the end of the day. So you will, I mean, the people ask me, you know, if I, they say, well, how many clients do you take a day? And I'm like, well, I stay between three, four, five, depending on who's coming in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will feel it out and depending what they're getting done and say, I'm not t- any more tired than you would be at your nine to five job. I'm awake and I'm here and I'm very present. And my, my, I don't even like to call it a job. My service path is that, you know, I do, I'm not sitting there like texting on the side and like figuring out plans for dinner. When, when I'm with somebody, it is like 200% there with them. And I'm actually with your guides too, but I am channeling. So the energy is not coming from me. It's coming from uh, source energy, universal energy, however you like to refer to that energy. And that's the flow. Visually, can you give the listeners... Like, what do you visualize when you're channeling? How is that energy flowing in and through you and to the client? Oh, what a juicy question. I love that question. That's an excellent question. So I actually put myself in a space of meditation. So what happens when we meditate? Well, I I actually have a, I teach meditation as well. And I have a practice where I actually enjoy silence. I have Solfeggio series or some other kind of tonal really light ambience going on if we're in a Reiki session. So that's nice to have. I have some people who come in, you have to be really mindful if someone has migraines and they're there for that. They're not going to want music. So we're just in a quiet space. And then um, I kind of go into the void. It's really nice. The session is like over before it starts, even though it's like whatever we need to get the energy moving 45 minutes to an hour. And it's really peaceful asking what's in your highest healing path. So I'm there and I'm connecting with your guides and I'm connecting with maybe some of my guides will be there if it's necessary for more like mm, medical type stuff that comes up and they'll be like, okay, I have a doctor on in one of my, uh, as one of my guides, he's this German guy anyway. So he can help just to be clear though. I never diagnose. I only help to clarify what you've already kind of suspected and I can also make a recommendation you hey you might want to go see your doctor about this for sure but it's helpful to locate certain things because a lot of people come into me wanting that like a diagnosis almost and they they'll say hey doctors don't know what's going on but I have so much anxiety or I have this pain that's coming down from this hip and I have no idea why I mean most of the time that's energy well it's all energy it's all energetic starts there first So yeah, talking to your guides about uh, what's happening to you. And so I see things in 
visuals as images. And I also have a Claire cognizance. So it is more like the things that need to be known are shown to me and, or just, they're just that I just know them. So it's very hard to explain that one. <laughs> yeah. But I'll see, I usually see like symbols. And so when I describe the things that are happening, it's just our job as a messenger to let you know, Hey, this is what's, what's in your field. What does that mean? Like who is gym and what what's happening like with this and they'll usually come out and say okay well this is my connection with this and it's more for you and you likely you already know you know what it is but it's nice and validating for people so i try to get some relevant information over there and it takes some practice so it's the first couple times you try it and this works really well. I should also back up and say this works really well if you already have a solid meditation practice. Right. So if you've been meditating, you know, regularly for a couple years and now you're like, okay, I'm going to graduate and move this into my Reiki practice. And now you're working with the Reiki. You're already in a meditation together. What a beautiful opportunity for your patient to feel into their body and uh, be able to start to identify where some emotional pings might be physically represented and then to connect with their higher self which is a part of you that's never really gone from you mm -hmm. but it's a it's a permission slip to access that in that session and yeah we start to dial into all of those things amazing <laughs> it's a really long answer to your your question it was a really good question though thank you thank no, you we have another like 40 minutes <laughs> keep going more answers to come for those listeners who haven't, like they've heard of Reiki, maybe they've received something that's been called Reiki, but what does it look like for you? What what does like a typical session or I also understand that there easily cannot be any typical session because every session is different. But when you showed us the room, you've got what looks to be a massage table. Mm -hmm. And then can you just describe a little bit about like what a session would look like to somebody? Yeah. So somebody will come in and I will have likely already asked some of the basic questions like, why are you coming in for energy work today? So I'll know a little bit about them and then we'll hop into a discussion about a couple different basic items. You know, I, I will ask about your diet and your hydration first and your meditation practice and any health concerns. And then we talk about your chakras. <laughs> and I love talking about chakras because people are, are, it's funny, they always kind of assume that they are all broken and closed off and blocked. And they come in and they're like, I'm all blocked. I'm blocked. Fix it, fix it now. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and I say, oh my goodness, you're, I bet you you're not. And we go in and we do a little chakra reading. And nine times out of 10, it's like one chakra that's low or maybe two. And usually it's like a root space or uh, like a couple years ago, I had a lot of women coming in with the throat block. <laughs> I knew as soon as I said that, Casey was touching her throat intuitively. I knew that you, you totally knew. It's heart and throat. That's what I've been, ex yeah, yeah. So I, I've actually been really clear with people coming in with their throat. For some reason, that's the client, you know, that I'm attracting at this time because I have been so like, speak your truth Vocal. no matter what cost mm -hmm. and, and in my own life. Oh my goodness. And there's definitely a cost, but it feels so good and uh, liberating there. So I, I actually have been seeing like heart space stuff, yeah, for acceptance. Um, root space stuff a lot right, right now because I mean, we have a lot going on also with, um, which we can also talk about the Schumann uh, going off the charts. Yeah. So our earth... Yeah, Sophia Gaia is, mm -hmm. is vibrating a little higher now. So, you know, 2019 and into 2020, we're going to see um, more fluctuations on that because it has been uh, normally the hertz of the earth. Does anyone want to take a guess at the frequency of the planet? I forgot. It's, I know it. I've meditated 432, to it. 528. It's actually between one and 10. Oh, nine. It's not nine. It's not nine. Okay. It's a little bit lower. It's 7.83. I'll let you off the hook easy because um, 7.83. That's still a nine though. It's <laughs> 7.83 because eight and three is 11, right? Which is a two and seven, logic. two is nine. That, no, that's where I, I knew it would be uh, universal. Nine. Well, nine is like the, oh, the significance of nine is so Thank important. Um, and so 
we've been seeing if you go to sh- um oh, i'll have to send you the website but the the there's a place you can check for the earth resonance every day mm-hmm. and the earth resonance every day has been experiencing changes mm-hmm. so why why might it be experiencing changes because we're all on attached to this flying ball in space so mm-hmm. we're going to be experiencing changes if if it is and so anyway it's 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 off the charts. It's been anywhere fluctuating every day of like 20s, 40s, 60s, 80s. Oh, that okay. much? Oh, yeah. So think about that, you know, the Earth's regular resonance, regular. And now think about it resonating 10 times higher on any given day. Those are the days that we have interesting things happen on the planet. Now, mm. some of this is due to solar uh, activity, solar flares, solar wind, solar storms. There's a giant coronal hole kind of facing here. And also LA, I mean, doesn't really have any like protection with our ozone, but that's besides the point um, because these measurements are taken all over the world. And so I see a lot of people who have experienced like disruption, like in your root space, their root space this year specifically, because there's a lot of change. There's a lot of vibrational change. And then that, that affects our personal grounding energy and stability so we see just mass amounts of change in time seems to be speeding up around that change so it just seems like it's getting accelerating you know more and more and more Mm -hmm. anyway yeah faster and hotter and energetically hotter yeah that's been my life change especially around security and the root huge (laughs) yeah But there's something really comforting when we open ourselves up to recognizing that it's bigger than us. It's bigger than me, Casey Lockwood. It's bigger than, you know, April Fender. It's bigger than OJ Cat began or our families or our city. Because I think part of possibly, I don't know, this is something, the frequency elevation has something to do with the fact that we compress. We're very compressed and compression elevates pressure, right? And so we're like in a pressure cooker. And when we are too much in our mind or in our ego, then we don't, we're not relaxed. We're like vibrating higher. And with the exposure to all of our electromagnetic frequencies that don't come in harmonious waves like nature, but they're they're steady and they're consistent and they're too fast that that like spins us too fast. Do you want to add to that? that? I totally do. Thanks for tossing me that because I cannot wait. Oh my goodness. All right. So if you take a look at my cell phone right here, there's this little button. Can you read what it says? I'll read it for you. Quantum shield. Okay. Mm -hmm. I have one of these on my microwave. I have them on the TV spots, which normally, oh my God, I'm so self-conscious that there's like a TV in my room, but also it's like a social outlet. Like I need my Netflix sometimes because I'm a healer and I just get (laughs) isolation mode sometimes. So anyway, I do have a TV. It does have a quantum shield on it. And I'm like obsessed with Shungite. Yeah. And so shungite, mm-hmm. shungite. And so I'll have these plates and I have them all over the place in the house. I also have a huge PEMF, which we were totally talking about earlier, Casey, that's on um, in the Reiki healing room. Okay. So you could bring like t- 10 cell phones, not like you would want to, or that you would have 10 cell phones, but you could bring them in with you and just put them all on your body during the session. That <laughs> sounds, sounds terrible. Gross. That sounds gross, <laughs> but you totally could and they would be totally deactivated. Okay. Yeah. Groovy. That, that whole entire room is like, it's a vortex. Do you want to talk a little bit about what that deactivation is or like what, what they're doing and maybe introduce us to your table? I know your table's pretty special. Yeah, I would love to. The, the, just to, to final finalize like what uh, my thought, I guess, around the quantum shielding uh, for listeners is that they're just little stickers that you can put on different. And I mean, I ordered mine off Amazon, so <laughs> they're, they're really Ironically. accessible. They're totally accessible, <laughs> but no, it's like the one good thing Amazon's good for. Um, it's just, so I, I, you can get them and just put them, stick them anywhere, but they help to deactivate those 5g zones. And so as we're moving, it, um, we're, you know, 5g, I wish I could say it would stop there. It's not going to stop there. 
you know, I think Santa Monica may be protected with cell. Really? Like they don't, I don't think there's cell towers over mm. this way. I don't see them, but as soon as you go out on the 10 and you start driving, I oh, love everywhere. to go out to J tree all the time. I play spot the spot, the cell tower with my friends. Oh yes. They Whoever's lucky to enough like to be in the car with me while, while I'm counting cell towers. <laughs> because <laughs> they all look like palm trees yes, now they've been oh, so bad it's sad it, it so crushes bad. my heart yeah so any do you know what they're made of or anything like that or or how that's they're a little working? more okay. left brain than i get involved okay. with on that research but i but tell us again what they're called but they basically act as an, a demagnetizer to uh, like diffuse the energy away from that space so it, it creates a little vortex so like my phone will be of clean a energy a little bit more protected mm-hmm. for my brain. Yeah. And what are they called if people want to find them on Amazon? Uh, these little buttons are called quantum shield. They're like quantum the size shields. of a quarter yeah. and they're, they're shiny and they're not really attractive. They're pretty ugly. Actually, I think that's come anywhere. Nice. She's There's a geometric pattern on the back. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's doing good work too. It's doing good work. That's hey, the important thing. Yeah. Maybe we should Sold create some that are like cool like headbands. i actually yeah i mean or put them in this inside oh, of the hat bands. or something or make wow. like one with sacred geometry on it or, put, right, right, or right. just cool. put them in those little earbuds true this like, is true like make yes. an anti like magnet okay or get apple all right apple well you're welcome for the idea I know. we all have three <laughs> apple phones here sitting on the table an apple computer they know how to make money if they want to <laughs> if they want to please actually please take the apple please if you're listening someone in space take the idea and make it we would love that yeah, Silicon Valley. they also know what they're doing by exposing us to these yes things. they do yeah different story global initiatives ah. <laughs> ah. so since we're talking about frequency do you want to talk about the table and- yeah so I, I know i missed my second introduction because i went in a warm wormhole <laughs> talking about quantum healing but now that we're in the hole um so the the crystal ship is uh kind of takes the quantum healing one step further. It's actually called the quantum resonance bed, but I call it crystal ship because it's our, our super cash name for it. And it's got some, some multi-layered functionality. It's a channel piece of technology. And so uh, people really like to look at this one because there's crystals. Mm. Um, we love crystals and there's seven for your seven main chakras. Quartz, right? And so... When we go in there, I'll, I'll show you. But they're Vogel crystals. They're a couple wow. inches long, and they have um, 24 facets. Vogel can have anywhere from 12 to 36 or more, even 48. Um, the ones with the higher facets on the sides are more for technological purposes. So if you were purposing like a laser machine, mm-hmm. then you would mm-hmm. you would use that because there's more uh, facet for the the beam to shoot off of mm-hmm. in right. the crystal. Right. So it it allows for really focused lasering. This one's it's 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 not high it's not low but it's it's good for your body and so these vocal crystals they align your chakras they balance everything uh but it is a different energy than reiki so sometimes i'll I'll do what's been really popular lately is a combo session so people will come in get a little bit of reiki we'll check your chakras either way i'll check your chakras you're not getting away with from (laughs) me without a chakra check and then we we go in and um you can lay down on the bed. The bed is also 60 pounds of amethyst for the amethyst biomat. Oh, uh, so nice. I cannot Whoa. wait for you to, to, to feel into that. And, and it's infrared, which is why it needs the PEMF because it's, it's infrared. So they have a setting on there for four, eight, 10 and 12 hours. So some people I imagine are sleeping on these things overnight. I have left myself on too long. I get a little cooked because I turn up the, um, the heat all the way up because I love it to be a sauna. And, uh, it's also, it's good for all ages. It's even good for pets and kids. I would say the only people that aren't getting heat treated on that bed are, um, if you're pregnant, you know, that's not advisable, but other than that, yeah, it's really amazing for inflammation. So if you have any kind of back injury, any kind of actually any any kind of muscle tears or strains or soreness, like 
you know, if somebody made you hike a mountain unexpectedly, not that that recently happened to me in Sedona, but mm. I came up when I was such <laughs> so broken. <laughs> I just laid on that thing and took myself to space. I think increments that the way it's set up with my appointments at least are like four, you know, 35, 45 minutes and you're good. You really don't want to be on there for four hours for your first time because it kind of, you know, that level of infrared heat, <laughs> you're going to be burning up for the whole afternoon. So it's it's really good for your metabolism, but it's also a little dehydrating if you go on that long. So ah. just, yeah, you know, um, Reiki master recommends 45 minutes. You're good. You don't need longer than that, but it's actually the perfect meditation as well because there's transducers on the bottom of the bed. I didn't even get to that. So imagine this table that we're sitting at, but it would have different pods that vibrate the table to whatever resonance that you set it to. I know. Wow. <laughs> Well, yeah, so it's pretty crazy. She has pods on her table, OJ, I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And so um, there's also a a portion, an auditory portion. Now, you don't have to listen to the frequencies that are um, coming in, but they... I have different music for the bed. So recently I've been really into I awake. You can totally go online and buy those tracks online. Um, you don't have to have the quantum bed to do it, but the tracks are like, you know, they're composed professionally to include binaural beats and brain entrainment. So those are for like your alpha theta, delta gamma, and to start to give your brain food essentially. So where we don't we don't naturally like maybe you're not a deep sleeper maybe you have insomnia and you're coming into me well i would definitely put you on a sleep Mm -hmm. track just to get you to go offline and recharge a little bit uh and so that is why it's it's not really recommended that you try to book you know with your your healer whether it's with me or whomever um this is like the number one thing i see is people coming because we're in a a do 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 society so people come in and they're like well i have to run i have to look at the time and make sure i get to this lunch meeting and then i have to do this and then i'm going to a baby shower and i'm like well well, that's a terrible idea um (laughs) because you're not gonna have any time to integrate your energy Mm -hmm. and you just spent this money and time with me to help you and I bet you never do that. Right. <laughs> so you really need to take your own healing seriously. Anyway, that was a sidebar. But just for anybody who's looking to book a session or to, you know, go see, get yourself some healing, even going to yoga. You don't, you don't go to yoga and then run home and, you know, go to the club. I don't even, can't even think of an example. I mean, maybe you do. Okay. People do. But yeah. we've, that's what we're coming to discover <laughs> is that that's actually going to backfire, no, right? Ultimately, yeah, integration. But that's not always taught, right? Because the way that yoga has come to this country, for example, is like do the yoga of do, like mm. do I get a workout, right? The yoga has come through the gym culture and then it has sort of filtered out. But a lot of people, you know, are like, well, it's, you know, I'm not sweating or I'm not whatever. So it's not yoga. And it's, I, I see that. And I, I think, you know, we're kind of spoiled here in LA too, because we have exposure to all these amazing mm. yoga studios with the offer the different practices from different places. And, uh, it's so much more joyful <laughs> and it's like, I mean, my, the, I've been going to yin for, I mean, yin's my primary practice, which is basically <laughs> glorified stretching let's you know it's amazing like i've all supported it's so so supported supported. and it's like allows me to feel like i'm getting into my yin energy which is good but it's it's basically an integrative practice into itself so yeah anyway integration very important um let's see what else i wanted to cover because i know there was a few other things about the bed before i wanted to hop off Mm -hmm. of that because <laughs> I don't know if the listeners could hear We're that. I'm gonna but my, keep that snore. If Dan, <laughs> my dog is snoring so loud right it's now. It's beautiful. She's in such a sweet space. She's Did she under, fall asleep on your feet? She was. She was under our under my chair. She had like her neck like wrapped around one of the legs of the chair. But now she's equally placed between OJ and I. Mm-hmm. And every time she breathes, she her whole body actually moves. Like her whole body contracts and expands. It's really. Yes, we love you. She's an old soul. She is. Is she? she, Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> she's she's so expressive and energetic and she is a wise teacher she's been a teacher for me for she's sure. a little she's yoda she's a little yoda mm. that's how that's how she looks to me right well she's an a, a, an esa she's an emotional support animal but mm. i need to get a tag i always tell people like this is my my corny joke around this is that i'm a her emotional support human yes. because <laughs> she needs emotional support let's face it <laughs> <laughs> she heard you she got up and she's walking away <laughs> she's like mom don't embarrass me I'm a super deep sleep <laughs> as soon as you said that oh. she's really energy sensitive too yeah. so when people come over she acts like a therapy dog for them mm-hmm. as well which is great um, and most people love her I had one person in all my years of practice that one person literally ran away when they saw oh, the dog. Really? Trauma. Oh, no. Trauma, yeah. yeah. And I, so I, I put her in the other room and I was like, oh, look, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like we can plant, we can start your energy over and we'll just do this another day or you can come in, we can, we can do some cleansing and talk about the story that you have around what's going on and just know that I would never put anyone in a position where they like you know, need to interact with the dog at all. Um, especially if they have trauma around that. And I, I get it. And not everybody is into animals, but she's really friendly. She just is, she's like the door greeter. Like she'll, mm-hmm. she likes to greet you and then she'll go lay down. Yeah. She was super cute. She's still super cute. Oh my gosh. She's a living mascot. Yeah. She loves to cuddle too. How oh my gosh. She? Uh, she's six. She's going to live to a thousand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was thinking about it. She's 42 oh, in, in uh, human years or f- like, cause she's six and a half. So maybe she's like 45. So she's going through like her mid forties right now. She's having a moment. <laughs> Do you put her on the bed? Uh, so she does come on the bed with me sometimes she, uh, because it's infrared and I like it really hot. Even if I turn it down to the low setting, she still, still starts to pant her. in like 10 minutes. So yeah, we're talking about you. <laughs> She's looking straight at us. Uh, when when we put kids and animals on infrared, they just need less time. Right. Yeah. Right. And they're so more open and receptive to the energy anyways. Well, funny enough, Skyla's the only dog that does not like Reiki. Really? She gets up and runs away if you try to give her Reiki. Mm. Because she's, um, my psychic says she's a Christ consciousness um, child. So she has like this total sovereign divinity where she's like i'm self-managed and i don't need anyone else's energy it's it's i think we're gonna actually see that with a lot of um kids too is like younger and younger hear the stories that i have from my patients that are um you know confidential but i have i have a lot of stories of of mostly women coming in talking about their kids and saying, well, yeah, my little boy like sages the house for me. Cause I also, do you have an energy clearing practice? And they're like, no, my, my kid does. Oh yeah. How old is he? He's three. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and or, yeah. these kids coming in like that are giving you specific instructions before you even give birth to them, like right. what to name them and what they want, mm. like how they want the setup and how they're viewing things. They like, like to be really vocal. And then they come in. We have a lot of um, psychic children coming in that are, like I said earlier, like kind of like rainbow kids. Like they totally um, are, are can bridge through the worlds so they can actually give you messages um, from kids of yours that may not have come into this world at all like they were going to and then they didn't they had a life change of plans there um and or deceased um siblings which is fascinating to me because i have i have a couple clients that have experienced that yeah me too yeah it's wild but so cool for our future that these kids are just i mean i'm so thankful Right. That they'll be the ones <laughs> replacing us because uh, I think they're going to have the change that is needed to turn things uh, around into like when we all start holding the collective vision of the new earth, mm. the whole matrix will just change over. Right. And so that's why conscious parenting is so important because we're moving into an age where these things are more accepted and you really have to hold that space for your kids to learn about these things if they're into it versus like, no, that imaginary friend you have isn't real and you're crazy, right? There's parents that do that. And it's, as a parent myself, it's like these kids are kids. Let them imagine, let them explore. 
and hot tip ask them who their friends are and what they look like and where they're from right <laughs> yeah right you want answers yeah to because your own in- life's problems ask your kids totally and they're yeah. until about what do they say like until about five or ten even if they're in if they're handled correctly there they can really still tap into that like total channel Mm -hmm. so if you have questions about your star family and your lineage um you should ask them actually what 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 is your home planet where did you come from Mm -hmm. Mm, i'm gonna go home (laughs) interrogating my child tonight (laughs) (laughs) i was with a girlfriend recently at a shop in topanga and her son picked out crystals for us like doesn't need to know what Mm -hmm. this is and what it's right. But like mama here, this amethyst is for you here. Casey, this rhodonite, I got this for you. I mean, didn't, didn't name them, but but just, it's like without question. Did you resonate with the crystal selection? Are you Of course I did. (laughs) (laughs) Without question. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny too, to see those sometimes the resistance of parents because it's like family, right? So there's the own, our own internal insular stories and mind that gets hung up on things, like mm-hmm. not realizing that, like, no, my child is giving me the right one. My child is giving me the one that I need, right? Well, it, that kind of reminds me of a, when I'm doing chakra readings for people they'll come in and ask, I used to do crystal prescriptions a long time ago because I do have a jewelry line. It's been so pushed so far back on the back burner this year because I have had had retreats going on, but I love working with gems Mm. and crystals myself. I think it's really like the, the gateway for spirituality when you find crystals and then you get into the whole everything Mm -hmm. you go, you get it really into it. So when I used to do crystal prescriptions for people, they would, I would say, well, it's not something I can pick for you because you need to connect with the gem energy of the this stone because it's for healing and you know what you need. So, but without even asking yourself what you need, just go to the crystal that you're being called for and then we'll do your chakra reading. And whenever I would do that, it in that order, that way, I would always find that people went to the citrines when they had solar plexus blockage Mm. and they went to kyanite or the lapis when they had like, yeah, so it would be crazy. So I just, you know what you need and you know it, you don't even need to ask someone else. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you just know what you need because you'll go to it. Trust it. Trust it. People quiet the mind. Stop thinking you don't know. And this is from not just, this is not from myself. This is from me experiencing this through thousands of people who believe themselves to be like maybe spiritual, maybe not, you know? Mm. So like anyone, literally anyone, it's cool. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I think when we start looking at the world, like we've created the experience versus being victims to our world, then the coincidences, quote unquote, coincidences start happening more and more, right? Because you become more, we become more in line and more in sync with everything in our lives. And so we consciously start to create these experiences for ourselves versus like, oh, this is a random thing. I'm choosing a random crystal. It's like you were there already. You knew exactly what you were doing and you knew exactly what crystal you were going to pick even before you walked in. I really want to say one thing is that we totally are moving into this time of synchronized timelines Mm -hmm. where you need to know what you need to know when you need to know it. Um, And, you know, that's it's just totally true. Staying in flow is going to be that much more easier. We're actually uh, not relying so much on our memory. Mm -hmm. Has anyone else's memory? Like just let's just take a poll. Has anyone else's memory been a little bit foggy? Do you are you reaching for the ginkgo biloba and going like, why doesn't this work for me? (laughs) Precisely. And we're taught that it's age, right? Oh, that you're aging or that your diet might be wrong, which those are contributing factors. But there also has been for me for a long time. And, and it like, it's easy to have shame around that, right? Because society will say, oh, why don't you remember that? Or your parents will say, why don't, what's wrong? You forgot to X, Y, and Z or, right. But what's your experience of that? Or what do you I think that that's connected to? I've, I've actually had judgment to my, I used to have judgment 
and hold that on myself the most because little simple things would just slip right through the cracks. And I would blame it so much on Aquarius, but that's like a a story too, Mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, when we have done our work and we are conscious about our choices with all the other things, we have to start looking at the fact collectively we're waking up collectively we're we're getting more light energy into the planet we're holding more light in our bodies we are living in a 5d consciousness even though it looks like we're in the three-dimensional density and so we are living in that and so when we're living in that point the ever-present now moment everything has already happened it's that's going to happen and it's happening right now. It's a, it's a quantum realm because it's everything's probability, but also everything is happening. So when we pull that into the third density, we're experiencing a very specific moment of time from that. And, uh, anyway, quantum healing, how did I get started on this subject? <laughs> I'm back into the quantum world. Yeah. yeah take um, us there. Are you we, kidding? They're saying that, you know, we don't have, we have less need for memory because we have more of the synchronistic timeline happening, which mm-hmm. is a quantum timeline. Mm-hmm. And the ever knowing, right? Is it? Yeah. So we're knowing exactly what we need to know by like, not, like almost just recalling it naturally Mm -hmm. when exactly we need to know it. If you don't need to know it and it's not in your highest good to know it right now, you won't know it. But if you need, as soon as you need access to it, don't worry, it will be there. So try it out. (laughs) Don't try it with important meetings this week, but just try it with like, (laughs) sorry, we're still in a 3d world here. Yeah. Rules for protocols for the third dimension. They actually have another uh, (laughs) book from Mount Shasta (laughs) publishing. <laughs> it's a bad joke. <laughs> we all we know there's a lot of protocols for the third dimension, but my, right now it's incorporating our heart based consciousness and actually fourth dimension to me we always used to hear when we were growing up i'm sure that that was time well guess what it's not time it's just that bridge between the third and the fifth so that you can come back down Mm. a little bit more easily and so at any given moment like in this room especially i know we're all in the fourth and fifth dimensional consciousness like pretty much at all times even though our bodies are saying hi to each other our spirit mm-hmm. levels and our, our quantum work that we're doing together mm-hmm. is beyond measure yeah well what's funny is when we started this podcast um i used to think i would get really nervous when i talk onto the mic and i become more and more aware of how like stuff gets channeled and i can feel just the stuff moving up and down as i'm going through the podcast um yeah, that awareness has been has been pretty cool because before I was like, I'm just so nervous. My body feels weird and I'm not really in my body, but yeah. And I have to make words come out of my mouth. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, See, I was always separated um, from the quiet kids in class for being the disruptor. <laughs> I was always yeah, the one girl. that was like too talkative that they were like, mm, we need to separate you again. <laughs> I can, I will talk to anybody like, who I'm will channeling, listen. How are you trying to stop this creativity right now? Um, so yeah, I find like that for communication and, uh, and talking have been, I really enjoy it. I've enjoyed chatting with you guys today too. Oh yeah. Hey, we learned thanks. a lot. And by the way, your your presence and your um, everything that you've been saying so far are so tuned in. So I know that you are whoa already in the synchronized timeline. And I would suggest to any listener who wants to try it out, uh, pick a pick about you know try to do it on a consistent basis. So if you have a meditation practice, start at the beginning of your meditation practice, and intend to channel for a few moments, whether that's energy or whether that's writing or talking and recording yourself, or or um, just to start to access that that channel of yours and to strengthen it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's adding on to that. There's a lot of times where I talk and I don't know what I say. <laughs> it's like mm. wait. Did I say something stupid? <laughs> well, actually, Usually the answer is no, OJ. But yeah, sometimes our the words the channel happens faster than the words, right? So the so the it comes out, and we had we don't necessarily know exactly what all of the words were. Yeah, that kind of feels exactly <laughs> like my uh, my classes that I teach over. I'm over at Unplug in Santa Monica, there we go. and I 
try to teach as much dharma in my <laughs> meditation as possible Amazing. but i won't know what we need until the mm -hmm. moment we mm -hmm. need it so i can't really like give you uh you know what's up on what the class is going to be until we're in it and then it just comes through which is really like Thank i'm really God. really grateful for that um and also does make me a tiny bit nervous for my students <laughs> because i'm like okay um i don't know what we're gonna you know get into today but we know that we're gonna be channeling and it's gonna be lovely i like to add sound to my classes too so i'm doing a ton with sound healing mm, lots with mm. frequencies lately and that seems to be pretty popular at the studios too because we're seeing an up uprise in in all these different sound baths and sound healing yeah. i found a number of cool ones on the west side um including my own because i bring i love love the gong it's been my well i have a moon gong and it's very clearing for your emotional body I, my my life goals my hashtag life goals would be to have the whole set but beautiful i mean where would i put all those gongs <laughs> i didn't even know but anyway uh getting really into sound healing and i love using different um crystals and working with the alchemy of sounds also oh my gosh i don't even know if i told you about the rife portion of our resonance that no, you haven't that was the missing piece yeah. you were like oh, there's yeah. something okay. else i want to say about the well bed. well now i need to know it so i know it <laughs> synchronistic precisely so another cool offering I have is with the quantum resonance, it has a really cool feature that I did want to tell you about because I just find it fascinating. And we talked a little bit about it earlier, but okay. So, um, the rife is a, a little box that I want to call it a piece of technology, not a machine, but the technology is very specific in that you can set the frequency to the dis-ease. So when we mm. say dis-ease, we mean something that is either an illness or tension or something that's out of whack with your body. Okay. So you come in and you have um, bacteria or you have some sort of um, autoimmune or you have, you know, something worse <laughs> like, you know, even cancer, there's a whole you know, thing we can dial into with that. So it does not matter what, how big or how small. And it's actually really good if you're specific, like I have this and you come in and you're like, you know, it is, you know, a very specific name of the bacteria or something, whatever. We'll just use that as an example. Most people come in for like anxiety, <laughs> which is a easy setting, but you have something specific, we can dial it in and the wave comes in at that frequency from your diseased um, area or system and then the the sine wave from the rife comes in at the same um, frequency and so they start to cancel each other out Whoa. and so it creates immediate spontaneous healing Fascinating. so i have had so many cases where i'm healing these crazy things like pretty much overnight or within a few days wow yeah cool hollow yeah. And you can't hear that frequency. That's the one that's streamed through the crystals. The other audio portion are binaural beats, like the tracks from, you know, wherever you're getting them. Mm -hmm. um, but I do. Yeah. And I love those tracks too. You can, and actually you don't even have to have the sound on. You can put those on, on your computer and turn the volume all the way down and just have the frequencies in the room with you for the day. Amazing. Cause they're still being emitted. And have one of your little devices for your computer. What are they yeah. called? The quantum tags, yes. quantum shields. Yeah. <laughs> you can, I mean, yeah, I just got a new laptop, so I didn't want to make it like really ugly right away. <laughs> you figure you have enough other things set up to I have to, canceling that, it out. There's, it's in the web yeah. of other. Well, you can put them on the bottom as like, like four of them. So it's just, you know. Oh, that's a really smart idea. Thank right, you. a little stand. I was channeled. A little table. <laughs> That's great. April, this has been lovely. Is there anything else that, that you want to speak to before we... Well, I, I'll put an open invitation to anybody who feels called or aligned with their own healing mission, um, moving into, you know, whenever this, this goes online, um, it's out there that I am available for, um, questions about Reiki and also Reiki training. So I host four times a year and that tends to be like really where my passion's at is teaching lately. So, um, if you are interested in learning about you know, how to apply this practice, um, in your own life, um, either to heal yourself, to heal others, to, you know, 
put this into an already existing practice. I have a lot of like yoga teachers and people who are already are, are, are working with their spiritual spirituality. I have shamans too. I have uh, craniosacral people, massage therapists, past life regressionists, uh, anybody. Okay. Can use Reiki. Um, and I have a full schedule online. So that's Amazing. pretty easy. And it's pretty easy to book with me too. I have a online calendar. Yeah. And your website? Uh, website is the longest website ever. It's www.santamonicahealing.com. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to find me, it's all under Santa Monica Healing. Or you can just look up April. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. I think our our website might have you beat there. <laughs> oh, really? What's your name? The Way of Healing Podcast. Oh, actually, no. I feel like it's about the same it's number of characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah it's perfect. Um, love it. <laughs> yeah, we, we love this. I feel like there was one other thing that I wanted to say. What was it? If it's meant to come, it will. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I also wanted to, while you're thinking about that, invite anybody who's a local listener um, to please drop in to unplug to, you know, if you want to say hi and see me, I'm there are Mondays and Tuesdays right now. And that's been pretty consistent for the past year, but um, you can experience a sound healing with me with, I have sacred sound and then I have a crystals and aromatherapy class, which is cool. And I do offer chakra readings for people who come say hi to me so if you want to get a chakra reading and you're curious you just come on in yay i'm coming in for that (laughs) well thank you i i don't remember what it is so it's not meant to be here right now (laughs) we'll save it for the next pod (laughs) sounds good (laughs) or we'll we'll post it up somewhere Mm -hmm. thank you so much for coming on such a pleasure oh i love you guys thanks for having me yay thank you april thanks listeners. listeners bye peace Thank you for tuning in to The Way of Healing. We hope that you find yourself inspired. If you enjoyed our show, a gift is to let others know. And we want to hear from you. Please share your feedback so we know how our work is resonating. Make us aware of modalities and practitioners whom we may not know. If you haven't already, please subscribe at thewayofhealingpodcast.com. Our email is thewayofhealingpodcast at gmail.com and find us at facebook.com forward slash thewayofhealing. Remember, a rising tide lifts all boats.